Right. I, I really love the description of these three women who have been through war torn battles. They're both fine. You know? All war torn battles. They swam in the ocean for three fucking hours. It was raining. It was raining. <laughs> whoa, 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 Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. I'm Mike Tui, joined always with my co host. He's right here. Hey, guys, it's Dennis Rooney. I'm always thrown off by the whoa, 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 because sometimes I don't know when it's going to end. Well, sometimes you step on one, you give yourself a little <laughs> wah so That's why today I tried to... Uh, uh. Do you have a pedal for that? Do you bring a pedal to the recording and it's, you're actually just saying welcome, everybody, I, but then you like Beastie Boys it up? I floss in the shower and I practice. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's whoa, all I'm whoa, doing. through me because I couldn't believe he would start a show that way. Who's that voice? Wow, a third guy. I guess we have a guest this week. Taking on shots at Mike already. Episode 136. Mike. That's right. Welcomes back a return guest. This is your second time? This is my third time. Third time yeah. guest. I think the other two episodes we burned. <laughs> we, like, like we burned it onto a CD and then we threw it into a fire. We tied an anvil to the end, dropped it in the sea. Now they both came out, right? I hope so. The what fa- did you do? You did I, the, the one about the guy theories. who killed his whole family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which was, that set the bar pretty high, I feel I like. I agree. I feel like it also set the tone for things we want to have you on for. <laughs> yeah. Like people, just horrible experiences. I was honored to be chosen for this one, actually. I don't know if you guys did that purposely. Well, I wanted to see, I wanted to be not the most racist person on the podcast for a change. Wait, you didn't enjoy the journey to Martha's Vineyard? <laughs> <laughs> the one and only Nick Tolelli <laughs> is Nick here. Tulelli, guys. Nick Tolelli's on the pod. Come on, look at those eyebrows. This I guy's know. got a hairy face. I know this is an audio-only podcast, but a lot of hair on this guy. Speaking of body hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mike coming out of the gates fast. The movie this week's number four in movies today. Not a documentary, but based on a true story. It's called The Swimmers. Sounds boring. You want to read it? Uh, called Undeniably Powerful oh, God, of by The Hollywood Reporter. This drama about two Syrian sisters won a four-minute ovation at the Toronto Film Festival. Well, I think Brendan Fraser got a longer applause break, if I recall. You know, you hear these? They say this in articles sometimes about like when this movie premiered, there was a 10-minute standing ovation. I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I don't buy it that a room full of people are for 10 minutes. And I wouldn't want to receive that much of an applause, too. Yeah. Like, for, Imagine just standing there awkwardly. It's the same way as like when someone sings happy birthday to you. I was you. just about to say, it's like having being sung happy birthday. You don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, all right. Thank You're just you. smiling. You got your hands in your pocket. You're being sheepish. You're like, oh, thanks. Imagine if Happy Birthday st- spent ten minutes talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think I could handle it. You could. Yeah, Mike uh, needs that. Here's my movie. Clap. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why but just? For, but also, like, who's timing it? Mm-hmm. Who's saying, like, all right, they started standing. First off, it's in Canada. Go. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, there's only 45 seconds in a minute up there. <laughs> <laughs> so more, that's really only a few Yeah, minutes. more oxygen or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but, you know, they care more. I, yeah, I know. You know, they show them at film festivals. People really give a shit. Not like us. Yeah. You know, we give a shit differently. We do give a shit about movies. We take them pretty seriously. But I would never stand. I wouldn't even see my, my favorite band. And, like, once that last song is over, I'm out. Right. I'm trying to beat traffic. <laughs> <laughs> But like refugees, USA is not really big on refugees. We like the Fugees. <laughs> Lauren Hill, Wyclef, ready or not? Here I come. We love the Fugees. Uh, let's go, let's put it on the guest. Fuck it, right? Let's give him the responsibility. Absolutely. How would you describe this film? Because that just says that's just Hollywood horseshit, where they're like, oh, four minutes standing ovation, undeniably powerful. What's it about, Nick? I um. 
Well, I'll tell you this before the this the before I get into what it's about, how I felt about it was I I literally there was moments where I kind of stood up and laughed like they they didn't really do this, did they really? <laughs> there was about four moments in particular in which yeah? I did that. Yeah. Well, like well, when she fought a shark. <laughs> <laughs> no, when bulletproof came on while she's carrying the raft all the way to the other side to Greece. By the way, all right. Well, what, I guess we should tell them what it is. It's about two. It's a true story based on a true story of these two sisters who were born in Syria. Uh, they're you know one's a little different than the other. The other one's more studious. <laughs> one wears a leather jacket. One you know, wears she's a rebel. Ja- the whole time I'm thinking, man, I wish they had the balls to make this movie with the Olsen twins, <laughs> <laughs> the Syrian refugee sisters. Yeah, but they can't swim. They couldn't. They couldn't pull a raft of refugees. Those skinny bitches. But uh, these girls had some meat on their bones. Nick, they, they sure did. Yeah, yeah. Three hours. They swam. Yeah, I looked it up too. So there's a few big points to this movie. One is that they're... Well, the plot is then they try yeah. to get to Syria. I, my bad. I, no, I go ahead. No, no, keep going. Just, I've done radio. You guys clearly haven't. Uh, we need to describe to the listeners what's going on in this film. Yeah. Here's, here's the, the thing about this podcast. They've already seen it. Oh, really? Otherwise, they shouldn't be listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you must really like us if you're listening to this podcast. And you've never seen the movie because yeah. otherwise you're going to be lost. Or uh, like... <laughs> They're going to listen to our podcasts 10,000 years from now and try to recreate these yeah. movies that we talked about. It's like, all right, so there's two sisters. And they swim. What's swimming? I think it's like floating through space. But through that stuff we drink. That's hilarious. So go ahead. Give it a shot. What's this about? From A to B. From A to B, two sisters. Syria is, you know, being taken over. Uh, and, they're, you know, there's a war going on. They need to leave. Both of them are trained to be Olympic swimmers. Only one really has the moxie to get it done. The other one is obviously a party animal and jealous of her sister, mostly from the attention that the father has given the sister over her. Regardless, they have to leave. They flee, and they shows you the adventure of what it took to get from their shithole country to another <laughs> shithole country to another to shithole country. Oh, slightly whiter <laughs> shithole country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To, to be Germany. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and then, then one of the sisters happens to make it into the Olympics. Undeservingly, uh, <laughs> happens to make it undeservingly. <laughs> the father makes sure to let you know he's like, I have favorites in this family. I know, and if you're not swimming for Syria, it doesn't count. My favorite part about the father too was how clearly they made it shown that he respects the other daughter rather than yes, uh, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Which and which was the point when they were saying they were going to go flee to Germany in the kitchen, and the father comes over. Well, what happens if something happens to her? Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm your daughter too, also going on this yeah. adventure. You piece of shit. No wonder I'm running out of this fucking family. Nobody likes me here. Exactly. The mom I- says like two words to her the whole film. Yep, I noticed that as well. The younger sister's like making drawings of just the other one. She's like, look, look at my family. And it's like, you're missing me. That, was, <laughs> that didn't actually have it. I don't know if you remember this scene when the mother was actually saying goodbye to the two of them in the bedroom. And she goes, I just, when I dreamed of my little girls, it wasn't like everybody else seeing them getting married. I envision you two having careers and living the best life. And then the sister goes, don't worry, mama, that's going to happen. And then she goes, Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully for at least at least Sarah over here, who I prefer to you, but not total faith. Like absolutely, honey, it's just hopefully yeah. we're gonna see how it plays out for you two. Very different culture in Syria. They're very on the nose. Just yeah. tell you right to your face. I know. I agree. I respect yeah, that about them. A yeah. lot of blunt talking, and and in Germany, I guess at one point, Sven, the coach, is just like, listen. You're not going to make it. Yeah. Not unless they make some sort of refugee team that takes in all the has-beens who've been kicked out of their own country. Yeah. One week later, he's like, I got great news. Yeah. I don't know if they overheard me. 
Because you believe she came in 43rd out of the refugee swimmers. <laughs> 43 out of 45. I don't understand. Well, okay, so yeah, there, there's a couple big points to this movie. One is that they're refugees, they're fleeing their country. Second is like the big story of them having to swim with the raft a yeah. bunch of the way. With 16 people on a raft, they put it on their back. The girls jump into the water for three hours across the Aegean Sea. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive, but then you find out that they only swam for like three hours. And I don't know about you guys, but I think I just go, I could probably do that. No. I could probably, you, you don't, you couldn't you, swim for three hours? You couldn't. Rooney, did you hear yourself going up two flights of stairs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't have a life jacket on going up the stairs. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, At well, one point, this bitch takes a nap. She's lying on her back, floating in the sea, not a care in the world. She's like, wake me up when we get there. Her sister's finally like, hey, Sarah, I can see land. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm rested to go now. You're cramping four minutes in. Four minutes into this swim. Yeah, then I take a stretch. <laughs> float away. Take a stretch. Dude, you get close enough to the shore. The fucking waves do all the work. You get in there. You kidding me? A, a woman with a baby made it. You don't think I could make it? I'd be kid throwing people you, off the raft. They'd be throwing you off. They'd be like, we need to get rid of some weight. They'd be fucking, they'd be trying. They'd be trying. I know that much, but they wouldn't be able to do it. Too heavy to throw out. That's just, the other thing, too, is by the way, is that there was no map to be had by anybody. Yeah. They just say, get in the boat and just go that. That way. That way. <laughs> he says way. he goes. He goes. Just go left, right with the with the motor. Like just keep going left, right, and go slow. It goes slow. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah. uh, if you have to come back, I want to be fucking gone. That's why. Yeah, nice and slow to yeah. the island of life. What are those called? Life vests. Lesbos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a pretty powerful scene. I thought seeing yeah. all those life vests. Yeah, letting everybody in. Because it's like you guys it. literally you you washed ashore to this country that you you're not familiar with. Why don't you keep your life vests? You yeah. know what I mean? Why don't you start collecting life vests? Now you're selling life vests. Or how about not litter in the first place that gives you entry into yeah. their fucking you know? I don't know how these cops keep finding us. <laughs> We're leaving a trail of life vests everywhere we go. <laughs> Just giant orange fucking puffy vests. Was it just me, or maybe you take off your jeans, your sweatshirt, your sneakers? Yeah. Like, doesn't that make it much harder to swim? Am I nuts? Yeah, I but mean, then when you land, you don't have jeans, sneakers. Yeah. yeah, but they did have a backpack. Like, all their stuff seemed to make it, except for her five medals that she made sure. I mean, how much could they have possibly weighed? Well, if they're real, like, metal or gold, I guess they could be kind of heavy. But, yeah. yeah, this guy's also got, like... Perfect white tennis shoes strapped to his backpack. It's like, get rid of those. Everybody's stuff seemingly came. And then they ended up getting clothes eventually. They're like, don't worry. We got a pile of shoes and shit from all the people who'd washed ashore dead. Mm. We, we Ooh. racked their bodies. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, 5.7 million You Syrians. guys don't think you could swim for three hours <clears throat> next no. to a raft? Not next to a raft. Tied to a fucking raft swimming with, them out. with 16 people They were being the yeah, motors. so you know all the people on the raft are also paddling along. They were, no, they were, taking the water the water, they were taking the water out. They weren't paddling along. Yeah, they were doing both, I'm sure. They were giving them more water to swim in. <laughs> yeah, trying to make it easier on the sisters. Yeah, yeah. you're acting like it was a, a pool. It's not. <laughs> listen, the way I heard this story before I watched it, I was like, these two girls... Couldn't find a way across the sea, so they just woke up one morning and swam across it. They already made it like 90% of the way. And they have a life vest. You guys are forgetting the life vest. People and float out at sea for days in a life vest. To Tui's point, they've been trained swimmers. Yeah. 
You know, this is what they do. Yeah. I agree they with you. They probably would have went back for the medals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they made sure everyone gets ashore, well, then they go back out well, for their shit. Well, I was kind of annoyed that they made it to land and they didn't go backwards like good swimmers would. Yeah. They didn't kick around, <laughs> kick, kick back, off, the go back shore. off the shore and get back. How are you guys at swimming? Are you decent swimmers? <laughs> Me? I'm, I'm not a bad swimmer at all, but I never put a raft on my back and really put myself to the test. Yeah, I can swim, but what they did was something you needed to be an Olympian to do. They said in real life, four people came in. Two other guys. It did happen in the movie, but it wasn't clear how many. What if it was mostly the dudes who did all the work? Right. The chicks are swimming, <laughs> Olympic yeah, right. swimmers, so it's they get a all better, the glory or It's something? a better story. Which, yeah, by the way, story. real quick, I know this is an audio-only podcast, and good, in this day and age, why add a visual? Why have audio video? Yeah. Yeah, We're yeah, saving course, up right? for a Polaroid. I, why, why didn't anybody do this towards the end of the boat? And create a motor back and forth. Hey. Instead of forcing two young girls to jump out and hey, swim for everybody. You know what? You make a good... I'm going to take that my arms. I'm going to get strapped into the back of the boat on my back. And I'm just kicking my legs. You don't think I can do that for three hours? Too? That's what I'm saying. You do don't you, think I can just kick my legs? Do you know legs? the amount of water you'd let into the boat, Dennis? By kicking at it? Yeah, you big fat ass on the end of the boat. Not I'm I'm in the water. Oh, you're I'm hanging off the raft. Yeah, like and I just got a oh, arm on it. I'm all right. kicking. Okay, okay. You know I used to be an athlete too. All right. <laughs> I believe I beat you in horse last time we went out on the road. Right. You better watch your fucking mouth, my guy. Acting like I'd cramp up after three minutes. I would. But I'd stretch it out. And by the end of it, I'd be like, all right, I got a rhythm. Found my lane. Swam uh, my race. You know what I mean? Swam my race. Swam my race. Yeah. <laughs> but wait a minute. We're ignoring the best part, which to me was uh, the bulletproof, nothing to lose, the Ricochet song when that came on, which I've heard in the Crazy Donkey my entire life of going out over there. And that became the motivational song to pursue her journey to Greece. When you're she was yacked stuck out in some Long Island nightclub. <laughs> no, little, exactly. little to know that you're gonna see this, hear this song in an inspiring movie. Yeah, exactly. About a feat that you probably could have done. Yeah, I, I think you could do it, Nick. I could have done. <laughs> I think, think that's we what could it do was. It. They played that song because it got her adrenaline running and just remembering all those times. Boogie, you know, <laughs> who is that? Who's the singer of that? I don't know that song. I forgot. I, I remember hearing that song all the time. It was on the radio for a little while too. Back in I think it was 2015 when this right, was, right. Uh, was going on. And it was just a club song. You'd hear it, and you'd just be like, oh, there's that song. They overplayed the shit out of it, but they made it seem as if it was like this inspirational journey song. Right. You say exactly what it was. It was just for a bunch of mooks to get high at a club and just dance their ass off. I've there. got the eye of the yeah, yeah. tiger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they made it their there's eye of the tiger. There's a lot of songs that could have been put in this for that moment. What if it was a sandstorm? Because I really went the DJ mix. <laughs> <laughs> like, just when things are bad out at sea, you just hear, like, yeah, I don't even yeah. remember how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how it goes either. Or like the Mortal Kombat theme. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. They're just kicking away. Yeah, David Guetta, whatever his name is. I never knew. I know the name you're saying. I have no idea how to pronounce it. I don't know how to say it either. Who is that? Never. I need someone else to say it. I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. He's a DJ, David G-U. I could just see how it's spelled. G-U-E-T-T-A. Yep. I have no idea how to say it. G-U-E-T-T-A? Yeah. Guetta? Guetta. Guetta. That sounds about right. Guetta? He's a go Guetta? <laughs> He's a go Guetta. I don't know. I think the biggest takeaway was the older sister was hotter. Yes. The one with the curly hair. Yeah. Until she cut her Until hair. she cut her hair. Yeah. And then yeah. I think the, uh, the Olympian then became the hotter one. You said it. Yeah. You know, I hate well, to say it. <laughs> Fuck, Mary, kill the two sisters and Sven. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll start. I'm just glad I'll you didn't start, say I'll all start. three sisters. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, I took a moment to be like, nah, I can't do that. Can't do that. I'll throw the mom in there. 
Ooh, fuck uh, Mary Kill with two the sisters and the mom. Mom's a good looking lady. I, if it's fuck Mary Kill with the mom and the two and the of, a, of age appropriate daughters, yeah, yes, uh, then I don't even care. I don't care what combination I take anyone. Really? You give me. Yeah, they're all fine. Yeah, yeah, and they're all from cultures where women are submissive, so that's going to line up, right? I, I really love the description <laughs> of these three women who have been through war torn <laughs> battles. They're both fine. You know? All war torn <laughs> battles. They swam in the ocean for three fucking hours. It was raining. It was raining. <laughs> yeah, you're already wet. Who gives a shit if it's raining? The actresses were actual sisters from Lebanon. Yeah, they were good. Great. They were great. They were believable as sisters. Yeah. I'd say white passing. Yeah, which is why they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Yes. We have a button for when... Uh, there it is. I guess it's racist. It's usually racist. But it's, it's he, some, tries, he tries to paint me in a bad light it's on this podcast. Yeah, something he's beyond. Trying to make himself look better for the racist yeah. thoughts he's already having about <laughs> it. You're the one who talked about hairy people from a certain region of the country. Yeah, that wasn't cool. Remember they didn't. Uh, I do remember that. <laughs> Point proven, though. That does drag it down when you're trying to swim a little bit, you know? Yeah, well, they I, do. Professional swimmers shave, and they didn't show us one shaving scene. They no, didn't in shave. This movie, and they're a hairy, hairy couple gals, probably. Uh-huh. All right? Yeah, they were hairless in the uh, beach yeah. showers. You know how funny it would have been to see some hair poking out of that unitard, like between <laughs> scenes. We saw her in the shower after swimming, like five, five right, times. You're a refugee. We believe yeah. you. <laughs> That's the difference. That the German coach is like, wait, <laughs> the secret weapon. I know. I know what we need to do. And just she's sh- like, what? Drink raw eggs? He's like, not quite. <laughs> Shaves yeah. her pits. Need to shave your pussy. Whoa! <laughs> sorry, I'll cut that out. <laughs> too much, too much. We were all poking at it, but I just said it. I'm sorry. Um, by the way, Sven, uh, I think I'm just predisposed to not trust anybody that looks like that guy. But they just walked up to him and he's like, "Yeah, train. I'll give you a bathing suit. We'll get things going." You yeah, I, I come was, and live here. Come and live here. <laughs> I live yeah. in this dorm. No partying. I yeah, thought yeah. they were gonna make him a lot more like stereotypical, like Bond villain German, but he was just like very nice. Guy. I agree. That's how I felt about him. You yeah. thought he was going to be an, an antagonist at some mm-hmm. point? Or just like harder to win over or like tough love, but it wasn't. He was very welcoming. You don't have a swimsuit? I'll get you a swimsuit. You don't have a bed? I'll get yeah. you a bed. Well, he was supposed to, you know, be, you know, you know, what's the word? Uh, what's it called? Uh, Living his dreams through her? No, no. Well, that, but he was also supposed to like represent Germany as the culture. Look, come with me. We'll help you out. I, I think, thought that's what the character was supposed to be about. I think in the last countries. like forty years, Germany's done a lot of things where they're like, we're we're not the same. You know, listen, uh, no. well, we're clear, not the same yeah. people we used to be. They clearly have the rules that benefit refugees more. That's why that was the goal to get there. Yeah, they mm-hmm. can file the paperwork. They have the family, whatever that was called, reunion. Nick, why do you hate refugees? I don't hate refugees. And why do you think they don't deserve assistance? Well, it's not that I don't think <laughs> that is, it's funny because the whole movie I was like, listen, I understand, but it's more complicated than that, even it's to myself. Like, listen, it's the whole like I want to help refugees, but I don't want them living in my garage yeah, for six yeah. months while they get their paperwork. Come on, done. you know how it brings the you know working class man down yeah, financially. Yeah. Uh no, I honestly the whole t- there's one thing that you probably didn't expect, and I was happy to watch this movie. It did open to my eyes to things I don't necessarily consider because I'm always looking at it from a political perspective of how it's but it's like, yeah, these people are getting fucking, like, just ruined. Yeah. That that life sucks. And again, it's not that I didn't know always that, but I always just chose to look at the side of America because that's where, uh, you know, my side the of the ship we're number is. number one. Exactly. We're number one. 
We're number but one. You know what? No <laughs> refugees. I'll tell you this. I never had a dad to come bring me to a pool to swim in. All right. Yeah. So I felt like they were a little bit more spoiled than other Americans. Well, this family also, I'm pretty sure, was uh, a little. I mean, they had three girls in one bedroom, but they were definitely a little well to do. No, they right? did. They seemed the, they seemed pretty well to do. They seemed okay. This guy scraped together ten thousand euros. Yeah, he borrowed it. He had to borrow it though. Yeah, which means he has friends. Which, right. Which, which means he has someone yeah, who trusts him yeah. against his life. And he said he was like, "I'll get more." So it's very confident. And it seemed like they lived in the good place right. outside of Damascus, yeah, even though yeah. it was all becoming bad. But it seemed they, they really did a good job and they went hard at it. And I'm not saying they're wrong, but there is such a feel of like, they're just like you guys. They're just like Americans. They go to the pool and they dance to music and go mm-hmm. to nightclubs and shit. You know what I mean? They're just like you. Except there's mortar fire in the background. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, that was another thing I'm like... It's like, no wonder you guys aren't really winning a battle here, you know? <laughs> You're out dancing and dragging to it, you know? <laughs> There's a war happening three miles away. Go get your hands dirty. Yeah, you seriously, know I mean? protect their country. The warhead that hits the bottom of the pool when she's in the pool and doesn't go off, that was the only part that I thought was a little bit like, come on, guys. That's... I'm, I'm guessing that was one of the points for you, Nick, where you yeah. were like, did this really happen? Yeah, I'm like, geez, Louise. I, I didn't look know. it up, but I'm... I'd risk it. I'd risk my life to be like, that didn't happen. But, yeah. but like, maybe it did. You know, I, who's to say? Maybe. But it does seem a little bit like, really? Yeah. You know? My favorite was the foreshadowing in the beginning where the Nerf missile went into the public right. pool to, you know, oh, yep. what could be happening soon. Something yeah, this movie it. starts out so joyful, such good music, <laughs> such good, you know. Uh-huh. You know that means this undercurrent yeah. of, of bad shit's about to happen. That's right. Also, this thing could have ended the second they hit the shore. Mm-hmm. The second they hit the shore and they're just like, we're here. I was like, oh, that's it. The movie could end right there. I'd be happy. We get it. I checked the time and I'm like, we got an hour and 10 A left. lot more time. I remember checking when there was a half hour left. I mean, like there's a half hour left yep. for no. this shit. When, when they get to Germany it's and long. they have their little uh, DJ party. Yeah. That was 47 minutes left in the movie. I remember that scene thinking in my head, be like, no one comes out from where everyone's sleeping right next door and be like, hey. There's yeah, war yeah. going on. <laughs> trying to get some sleep. Are you guys fucking keep it down? What are you doing? I got babies in here. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, the cousin found the bunker or whatever that was. Why wasn't it being yeah. used? Why they're Dude, living? Why on, was it not they're living being on used? top of each other over there. <laughs> <laughs> you got all this room down here. They got four to a room. And by the way, don't don't go into that abandoned warehouse next door. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like this place. By the way, we just haven't put shit in there. I feel bad for the. The cousin DJ guy. Me too. Because the very last scene of him is being like, everything works out for you two bitches. I'm still over here trying to get my shit together. And they don't say, like, sorry. They just kind of look at each other like, oh, that sucks. And we never hear about him they again. They paint him as, like, a hater, like another undenier a denier of our abilities. That's what it felt like to me. The uh, One of the themes of the movie, because if you read about it after is about how it's much more difficult for men as refugees than women and children. Oh, interesting. So that's that was why they that's yeah. why that was that the story played out like that. Right. To, kind of, to drive that point home, yeah. It's like you can't work until we tell you to do. We we're going to treat the other one better. You know, women and children are going to get more opportunities. I, I mean, I could have used a little blurb about him at the end though. Yeah, they, like it they took don't 15 say. years. But he died at a nightclub bombing <laughs> later that. <Ooh. laughs> he uh, finally became a working DJ, only to be gunned down in Prague. He's installing speakers. The speaker <laughs> yeah, just falls, speaker on, his falls on his head. See, I was kind of hoping the opposite. I want to see him succeed as a DJ and have his eight-mile fucking Syrian journey. 
be right. about like, and the whole time he's just duh, 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 duh. <laughs> <laughs> with the motor. <laughs> <laughs> That's his signature sound. <laughs> yeah, you just can't. Yeah. He can't help. <laughs> <laughs> just mimics the sound of drowning. It's like his uh, tempo. That cousin turned out to be Dead Mouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. Wow. Oh wow. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Wow. By the way, another thing about the father that really made me laugh was he just seemed unfazed by the fact that people in his town were just dying. Yeah. And practice at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like, Dad, this is my fourth friend died. And good. Less competition. <laughs> you know? Practice at 8 a.m. It's like, there's still a warhead in the pool, Dad. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's clearly a dud. We go back tomorrow. <laughs> We'll oh, do the high shit. dive through the hole in the roof. <laughs> We're going to work on that now, too. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, I was surprised. I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It was good. Uh, let's, let's get to that. We're throwing it around randomly sometimes. Is uh, I'll start us off. I, I liked it enough to say stream it. I wouldn't recommend it to everybody necessarily, and it is a little bit long, but it's a cool story, and it certainly does, you know, you know. Who's someone you wouldn't recommend it to? A guy like me. <laughs> a guy like me, I'd be like, you don't want to watch this unless you have to for a podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd recommend it to a guy who was trying to show he was, wasn't was a shallow piece of shit mm-hmm. to a girl he was trying to have sex with. Wow. You know what I mean? Be like, let's put this on. I heard there's a really interesting story about two boss bitches. I actually heard this. <laughs> so I heard on a podcast. an ocean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She, I'll tell you what, though, that other girl, uh, the Olympian, when she really started putting on those yoga pants and going for a run, I was like, wow, she's very, very fucking attractive. I was yeah, very Anytime attractive. she was exercising. Yeah. yeah, I was into I said, it. Okay. Now I see why your dad wants you to keep training every day. Yeah, I agree. Yuck. <laughs> Mike's just making faces right In real now. life, what though, that one? did you look at the real, the real, the girls, the actual girls in real life? Yes. yes. I thought that the older sister was more attractive in real life than the IRL. Yeah. I didn't get enough of a good look at the I, the older sister in real life. I think so. I only saw one picture of the... Well, by the way, he's brought up on charges in Greece. Yeah. Uh, facing 20 years. Facing 20 years for yeah. uh, espionage. Right. Yeah, I think she served 104 days in prison. It took her a long time for them to get the translation of the charges. It was like right. months went by before she someone actually could give, tell her in, in English what she was being charged with. Right, right, right. And uh, she's out though now? I think it's... Under, like the no, the, the process is happening. It's still it's happening un, under yeah. appeal or whatever, but I think she's in Germany now. Man, paperwork is a motherfucker, dude. That's legislation. They or say that any too. Sort of like that's all this is is you just going through paperwork, just and paperwork and paperwork and paperwork, <laughs> waiting and waiting. It's Kafka esque. Who? Kafka? Excuse you? Kafka? Do you need a tissue? <laughs> Kafka? You don't know what Kafka is? No, I don't know who it is either. He wrote about things. Uh, he wrote I say about like I'm the intellectual in the room. Like, not, even, <laughs> not even I. <laughs> Hey, go ahead. I'm sorry. He wrote a lot of fiction about like systems and like like one of the, one of his biggest books is called The Trial, and it's pretty much that. It's a guy on trial. Then the whole time that you never get explained what he's on trial for, and he doesn't even know what he's on trial. Oh wow! For. So it's like bureaucracies and the horror of like you oh know the horror of paperwork essentially and being oh. put on hold. It's like the the modern equivalent is being put on hold, and 45 <laughs> minutes into it, they click on you, and you just have to start the whole fucking thing over again. Nobody will help you. You know that's hilarious. It is a nightmare though. That sort of shit. Well, honestly, I was watching this, and I was just like, yeah, you know what? I mean, I think about the this, like, how necessary paperwork is. I'm like, is it? Like, everyone just, just bring them in. Just bring them in, you know? Yeah, it's tough. Well, that's that's the whole debate about, like, so you got to immigrate the right way. I mean, it's so politicized. That's why it's tough. It's tough to talk about this. So, you yeah. know, it gets so politicized. People get so heated and angry and scream and yell, and it's like, yeah. 
the facts and then, you know, the reality of the world and then what, you know, really yeah. there is. The resources. We have enough resources. That's a fact, right? The world right. has enough resources we have for everyone tons to tons of okay. resources, but, but a disparity of wealth. But Nestle has most of the water at the end of the day, and they decided it's not a human They don't want riot. you swimming in it. Yeah, they don't want you swimming in it. <laughs> but it's true. I, don't know, I was watching this, and I was feeling more empathetic than I ever was. Because I'm always, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't ever feel like people that I grew up with are just like, they shouldn't fucking be here, blah, blah, blah. It's like they're not taking anything away from you, and you don't even have any idea what's going on in their country. That's like if it was you, Jay, just let some people in. Like a human side is all right. You bring, come on in. We'll wait till we'll, we'll, you know we'll wait it out till yeah. the storm's over. Then you guys can try to rebuild. But I'm not helping you then. You know, right. <laughs> whatever the thing is at that point. But it's just like fucking. I think people think some people think that like people in these countries are like laying around in hammocks drinking beer, and then all of a sudden like someone turns to each other and is like, you know, I heard if we get to America we get a, a free ride. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, let's travel thousands of miles in terrible conditions, risking our lives to get that uh yeah that couple hundred bucks a week or whatever that the fucking these idiot Americans is like yeah nah they're fucking <laughs> fleeing because they're in danger and they mm-hmm. want to preserve their family you know what i mean yeah but, yeah there, uh, there's no other option yeah you wouldn't uproot leave everything you know everyone you know right unless there was no other option right yeah these people don't want to come here and eat burgers and fries they want to eat what they fucking eat although that they cut what they home. make <laughs> what did you say, you say? <laughs> i didn't hear you either it had such uh force to it but the way you stopped this. talking right after you said it i yeah. was like oh what they, did you say they want to eat what they make they want to eat what this they is make? what they do when they come to this country. You just make yeah. food. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're kind of not wrong. They want to, you know, they want to make their cultures food and probably eat that. Yeah. yeah. This mean, movie inspired me. Really? What are you doing now? To you o- do something? To order falafel. To order falafel? <laughs> Which I did. Uh, I did. I had that for dinner. Did you really? Because yeah. of this movie? I uh, uh, yeah. Oh really? I let my mustache grow. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a swimming cap in the shower before I came here. Uh, yeah, I say stream it. I say it's too long. Yeah, it's too long. But uh, yeah, super inspiring. It's uh, true. This happened. They he, She was in the Olympics. She came first in her heat, the 100 meter or something. Yeah. In 2016. And then she swam again in 2020. She chose not to swim for Syria. She swam for the... Uh, Which I thought was pretty cool. The Lost Boys. double down. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, maybe she wanted to make the Syrian team. I don't, I <clears> that's don't, a good point, maybe. I don't, I don't have the specs. They kind of made it seem like it was her stance, her choice, but I don't Pro- know. It probably was because she's an ambassador now right. for refugees and all that. Yeah, yeah. So she probably, you know, maybe she could. I, I really don't know. But uh, no, yeah, it's... I don't I, think she had a great showing at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, though, right? It didn't sound... Well, it didn't sound like she won a medal or anything. Yeah, they right, didn't right, mention right. it, so how yeah. good could have gone? Yeah. But right, still. Right. Anyway, no, I say stream it, but it's, you know, too long. It's too long. Yeah. What can you do? Did you give it a stream it, or did you deflect so far, Nick? No, I I say stream it. It was interesting. I, 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 was, I was entertained. You hear that? <laughs> Three straight white guys saying, give it a stream it. Did you cry? I got emotional at certain points. Yeah, I got emotional. Yeah, I, I never yeah. I never let it rip. Did this, you let it rip? Th- not like weeping, but I had I had a tear or two. Not uh, like uh Uma? No. <laughs> it's a horror movie about a haunting mom. Um a ghost mom. A ghost if mom. You will. Oh, I actually heard about this movie. It was okay. My grandfather died like five days before I watched that movie, but <laughs> Dennis likes Dennis likes to just fly over that fact. <laughs> was your grandma grandpa a ghost mom? Yeah, <laughs> I was say, so you, about. Your grandpa an Asian ghost? Ah, <laughs> uh, you never met him. 
<laughs> yeah. He did have interesting wardrobe yeah, he, choices. He, he was, he's actually he was responsible a, for the ghost mode. Yeah. Right. He did wear wooden shoes around the house. I always <laughs> found that strange. Tiny picnic tables on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Grandpa. <laughs> and his samurai. Picnic tables. <laughs> yeah, it was too long. But, you know, whatever. Inspiring. You're going to cry. What scene got you? Uh, when they land on the fucking shore. That's why I said I was like, that could be the entire movie. Can I'd I be. tell you, you know what scene got me, believe it or not? The DJ, when they were dancing in the factory, got me. In Germany? That got me a little bit for different reasons. You're remembering your crazy donkey days. You know? <laughs> 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 like, I was so young. I had my whole life ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the cousin, actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here in Uniondale, Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> this is my own personal war zone. <laughs> You penny mean, beers. That place used to have penny beers. Mm-hmm. I remember that nachos too. That's dangerous. I've never, never been. At a certain point in the night, the bouncers would just start throwing people out. It yeah. was like the most minor infraction. Yeah, because it was just like, you know, they, you were in capa- over capacity. Half of them, maybe more, weren't of age to, for drinking. This is the crazy donkey we're still talking Yeah, it's like about? across the street from Hofstra, that They're area. On- I think is that, is that what you're talking yeah. about? Well, Crazy Donkey was on Hempstead Turnpike, but down further out is Hempstead Turnpike too, where the crazy uh, where the Hofstra bars were at. Oh, it was okay. Across from Hofstra, but that was the first bar. Uh, it was what's the name of Bedrock, where I saw police officers get paid off to leave. Really? Everyone is underage. I watched these cops come in. We thought the party was over. The cops went over, talked to the guy, shook a few hands. The cops left. Party was back on. All these minors were back to drinking and doing coke. Right. And we were like 17, 18 wow. at the time. I swear to God, I never, I never forgot that. I just saw the cops laughing with the bouncers. Some kids just sick. And you looked at any girl, you knew that they were still in high school. Mm-hmm. What were they doing here? When and you saw kids. that, that's when you knew you <laughs> wanted to be a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A club promoter, actually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, club promoter. I feel like that's the type of gig where you just need one good jump off thing, and mm. then you're rolling. Yep. And but is that not just like really close to human trafficking? Like you're club pretty, yeah, yeah, you're pretty close to just shoveling in, it's shuffling around very young people mm, into yeah. places. Call me, meet me at a place. I'll get you in. What? Right. Pay this guy to do what? Yeah. They're waiting for you. Really? I feel like Nick would make a good smuggler. Like, like you the type of what? guy walking around like the Czech Republic, being like, "Where you need to go? <laughs> Where do you need to go? I'll, I might need a day or two, but I'll figure it out." I'll tell you what, I think I would make a good smuggler because I think of those checkpoints that people get stopped at when they're carrying a cargo full of people. I could talk that guy right through. You think so? Yeah, oh, absolutely. How you doing, my friend? Whoa, is that a new gun? <laughs> you know, catching illegals today. I wouldn't know nothing yeah. about that. I tell yeah. you what. Oh, I'll, that that was one of the best scenes in the, on the bus. When they start checking them for papers, and then they start yeah. like feeling her up, and then the right. sniper starts shooting. I forgot mm. about that, actually. Yeah. That was like straight out of an action movie. Yeah. What, the feel-up or the shooting? <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene, that scene kind of stood out from yeah. the rest of the movie in a way. Yeah, the movie did a lot of things. It, you know, it was like a sports biography drama. It was like a war piece. It had documentary vibes to it. I know, obviously, it's fictional, but it is about real events and shit. You know, I, I could have used a little bit more focus. Yeah. That's all. Just to take take off 20 minutes or something like that. You it's know? A, in my opinion, it's a two-minute ovation tops. <laughs> Instead of four. <laughs> four. Yeah. They were really kissing ass that night. Yeah. I'm surprised the sister... I was so sure the sister, uh, the older sister, Sarah, when the younger one was... About to get raped. Yeah. Um, Who's going to let her? No, I thought, I was like, this is about to get cracked in the back of the head with a tire iron and yeah. they're going to have to run out of here. But she's just like cat fighty about it. I was, I was like, that's not my girl. Yeah, my girl would be fucking take a pick up a wrench or something and kill this guy. 
Like, we're out of here. Yeah, that was pretty intense. Yeah. And it then, makes me think that that actually really happened. It probably happens a lot. It's whether, probably a representation. Whether or not a representation of, of, yeah. of a refugee's trek. Yeah. But maybe not specific. Maybe it did. I mean, yeah. I, I believe. I mean, they couldn't even buy water in Greece from a restaurant. Mm-hmm. But then someone let them drink from a I literally let them. They just did it. Yeah, they just found one. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised that nobody stopped them. I was kind of waiting for that to happen. Listen, I'm cool with refugees, but buy your fucking waters. Don't be drinking out of my yeah. spigot outside of my house. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. So they sleep for like a at least one night, maybe two, on the shore waiting for the boat to come. Yeah, one night on the shore. Then they're at least a full day on the boat. Mm-hmm. They get to Greece. It seems like another night happens where they're all just exhausted. They wake up the next day, they slice up the boat, they get rid of their remains, they get there. And then this motherfucker pulls out an Android and just FaceTimes. Yeah. yeah. What phone is that? <clears throat> Can I get the phone that they're using over there? Because that thing lasted at least five days, no battery, and then a FaceTime. It died, but still. S5. Well, I, I think that, uh, especially on that sort of a journey, because I did think about this as well, is like, they're not... We're looking at our phones all day. They're like, my phone's in my backpack in the safest compartment. I'll turn it on when I need to make a call. Yeah, you turn and it I'll off. immediately turn it back off. I guess so. You know? I but guess. it was still like, I had the same thing where I was like, oh, your phone's fine after yeah. going through the ocean? Right. And I'm well, I guess he was on the boat the whole time. He couldn't swim. Everyone was saturated, though. It was yeah. raining, like he said. Exactly. Uh, you got an answer for everything, Dennis. <laughs> He's, like, <I> <laughs> He's like, I had it in a Ziploc bag. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Fair oh, enough. he's got it in a Ziploc bag. I didn't realize. All right. Yeah. I put it in rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see any rice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, overall, I, I really did enjoy it. I thought it was nice. I'd like to see a little bit more about the cousin and the father and where the younger sister is now, but. Yeah. How that family's, you know. Dead. She won't they, go to jail. They're though. all She's in Germany. The whole family's in Germany. Yeah, the whole family's in Germany. Yeah, really? They, she won't. Brittany Griner's pretty public right now, too. What? I was like, I think she's, you said she's not going to jail because it's too public, but... Who is that, the uh, WNBA? Yeah, Brittany Griner is Oh, public. but that's uh, Russia. Russia you're dealing with, though, yeah. as opposed to... And I think yeah. I think Russia was the one bombing Syria. Yeah. Yeah. Putin, giving us all this great Netflix content. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Supreme Leader. Wow. Dennis. Special Comedy. thanks. <laughs> Uh, it's a comedy podcast. Let me remind you. Great job. Just dude. joking here. Just Did joking. not see that coming. <laughs> wow. Putin's face comes up at the end of the movie and he's like, it's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Winks with a yeah, little right? chime like ding. What do you think about it? Do you think the WNBA chick's going to get out? No. My brother says he, he goes, she's it's, probably like a rock star in that jail. They probably treat oh, her yeah. good and all this shit. I'm like, I don't know, man. A Russian jail? <laughs> I say, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Do they call she, rock stars the thing that they're rocks at? Yeah. <laughs> She's playing basketball against the guards. Yeah, right. They're like, I can't believe it. Beaten by woman. I mean, that's such a political... It's all politics. Yeah, political yeah. theater. I mean, it was like a weed. It was a vape pen. Right. What are we talking about? It's yeah. crazy. But it's also one of those countries where, listen, I hope she gets out. Best of luck to her. What are you, fucking stupid, bringing in drugs to Russia? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like these people fucking around with the alcohol thing at, at Qatar. It's like, that's not the place to fuck around and find right. out in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's why the Otto Wambier story was like the biggest scare to me. That what was that? The kid, he went to North Korea. Oh, yeah. He took he pictures, t- right? He took pictures and then took a little flag and brought it back. And they found it in his, they, they raided his suitcase. And then they... Like sentenced him to 15 years of hard labor. He was like a 19 yeah. year old kid from where? U.S. <clears throat> from the U.S. Yeah. He was on a class trip. He was like crying, 
crying, crying, just begging for his life, sobbing, and they you on know, video and shit, you know, like that Asian begging forgiveness, stoicness that does like they didn't even realize, and then he was in the room making noise, and then they just like there's 15 years of hard labor for the, and then maybe forever if you keep crying, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep up this attitude. <laughs> Shut your you mouth. seem ungrateful. We're giving you a place to sleep, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then he got uh, a mysterious illness when they decided to actually exchange him back for somebody else. And then he came back in a coma, brain dead. And then they had to pull the plug, and he died. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They put Fuck. him in rice. Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> they tried it. It didn't work. It didn't work out. Put him in rice. Get the brown rice. <laughs> White rice did nothing. Jasmine. Rice? Jasmine rice? I only know three kinds of rice. <laughs> well, the yellow rice. Couscous? Seasoned rice? Risotto? Couscous? Risotto? What? Um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm like, if I ever got like five years hard labor, it's like, all right, I'll keep my head down. I'll come out jacked. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'll just... <laughs> I love it. I can do five years hard labor. It. I'm an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> I play CYO basketball. I can handle five years of prison labor. What are we making, boy? <laughs> Another person... All right, let's add another floor to it. Let's add an, oh, an extra wing, the Dennis Rooney wing on the Russian prison. Oh, you guys. <laughs> I'm signing my name in the concrete. Uh, tugboat Take Rooney. <laughs> Tough day today. <laughs> oh, God. Come I ever tell you about yeah. the time I pulled a raft through the ocean for three hours? <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. That's great. Right. Are we there? I think that's uh, about Yeah, oh, we're, we're, we're just we're, about there. We're almost a little short. Oh, really? Nick, say something. Quick. <laughs> Fill out five minutes. I uh, I actually just have to use the bathroom as soon as we're done. Oh, you got to go? I got to go. We'll do 20 more minutes then. <laughs> that's fine. Keep him holding it in. You ever have to overcome any type of adversity? You ever, you ever swim in the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, run out of your country, I, I assume that hasn't happened, but... I've been ran out of my living room. <laughs> you know what I mean, get out of here. <laughs> and you still ran out of breath. Uh, oh. I didn't have a life vest. Hurtful. Uh, I, had a, I still keep coming back to the life vest where I'm like, you could completely knock out. You can make another raft out of that thing, honestly. Yeah. Dude, they could have made, they should have strapped the life vests to the raft. Do you think Mexican Americans are looking at this like, fuck you? You know, we made our <laughs> own raft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's fucking nothing. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't going to do a Mexican accent. I just think it would be improper to. Uh, Not in front of Tui, please. Latin American discourse. That's right. That's right. <laughs> wow. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to say uh, four out of ten. Four out of ten, but you'd recommend. But I recommend. Yeah. Wow. I feel like you need to watch something like that. Once in a while. Once in a while. Once in a while. It's not bad to learn about the, you know, the world. It was, it was pretty heavy. Some heavy themes. Yeah. A lot going on. We could have watched Aquaman with a top hat. That was my pick. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to watch that. <laughs> it's like said. number one in films this month, but we went People with the swimmers. talking about it. We went with swimmers. Went with the Wonder Swimmers. We, you know, here at the Netflix book up. We're not, we're not pulling punches. We're not dodging. Yeah. We God forbid I'd watch a movie I enjoy once in a while. <laughs> 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 that everybody's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but there is no movie that's worth watching anymore, if I'm going to be real. I can't think of anything I've actually really enjoyed. I watched... Guillermo del Toro's fucking uh, oh what was Curiosity. 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 There's like one or two good hour things in there, but besides that, out of the majority, I'm like, this is pretty shit. What was the movie we watched that he had just done? <clears throat> Crimson Peak. Oh god, that was a bad. Watch that for the first time. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Woof. He gets a good name, but I mean, I've never seen Pan's Labyrinth. Apparently, that's his, you know, best shit yeah, ever. But uh, 
What was I going to say? Do you like horror movies, though? I'll give you a recommendation right now. Yeah. I watched it last night. It's fantastic. Barbarian. Oh, okay. Watch Barbarian. It's on HBO Max if you have it. And uh, really, really, really fucking good. Go, don't read anything about it. Just go in blind. Best way to do it. All right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I think of other series that I like and watch... I just I, I I just tell my girl, you put something on. My girlfriend can just throw on whatever, and she's happy with it. But like, yeah. there's nothing I've ever been like, wow, this is really engaging, and like I'm so happy I've turned this on. I feel like maybe me and you have the same problem, and the podcast remedies it for me a little bit. But I feel like nothing seems interesting enough to commit to. Mm-hmm. But then if you commit to something, sometimes you're pleasantly surprised, or sometimes you're like, I just wasted two hours of my life. And it really hurts to waste two hours of your life, and that's what makes like makes it hard for me to choose something when I'm scrolling through Amazon, you know? I just watched The Wire for the first time. Oh, great. Uh, And that was great. Engaging, everything else. I'm I'm halfway through the final season. Okay. Wow, you move fast. I had food food poisoning. Right. And I was just crushing The Wire. That was, it's the same instance of food poisoning. It was like two weeks ago. And I was texting you. And you're like, let me know how it goes tomorrow. But it was just so you could bask in my pain. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, make sure you feel better. He was like, let me know how shitty you feel, yeah. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> uh, be, the joys of being friends with Nick Tolelli. Yeah. yeah, you're a fucking worse person if I've ever met one. Right <laughs> the good now. thing is our voice, it's not a visual podcast, and our voices are all kind of similar from Long <laughs> yeah. Island. People aren't going to exactly know who said what on this podcast. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Plausible deniability. I want the Rooney rant. <laughs> you can have it. For, what, for whatever was said. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to commit to something, especially they make things longer and longer nowadays. Like so much of these Netflix series... Um, not some of their good fictional series. Those are solid. But they have like documentary series where you wind up watching the whole thing and you're like, this could have been a two-hour documentary. Mm-hmm. This did not need to be eight episodes or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and and movies too. All, everything errs on too long, I feel like. I agree. Yeah. Well, that's why I chose the cabinet of curiosities because I'm like, oh, these are all different stories that are sectioned within an hour. Mm-hmm. That's perfect for me. I love that. That's why I like Love, Sex, and Robots or whatever it's called. Love, Sex, and Robots is cool. Yeah. Um, What's that called when a series is like that? They stand alone. Stand alone. I was going to say, is cabinet of curiosity standalone episodes though or yeah. does the whole thing kind of have an arc to it? I mean, there's there's some arcs in certain episodes but like they kind of tie in but it, it's really just standalone. So I could just watch the episodes that you say are good? Yeah. Okay, I might ask you for three episodes of that then. Because right. I don't want to, again, I don't want to commit to the whole fucking thing. But some of them are so bad it's worth watching, but you're like, wow, I can't believe this was supposed to be a film that I was supposed to enjoy. Like, yeah. the ways that they, and I guess they only had an hour, so to cut it was difficult. Right. But then just don't make the movie. But I guess, you know, if yeah. Guillermo del Toro does what he wants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I can't, th- I can't think of the word that. Like a series that each episode stands alone, they're individual. There's like a there's a term. I feel like it starts with an A, but I can't think of it. I don't know. Did you guys look up the Rotten Tomato score for this? Uh, no. Movie? Well, there's a serial a serial series, right? Yeah, serial. Like they're all. No. That's no? Not the word. Nah. Oh, I wrote this oh, well. down because this is gonna. It would be hilarious if when the uh, coach came up to, uh, what's her? What was her name? I think it was Sarah was the older one and Halal was the younger yeah, one. <laughs> it was close to Halal. It was something like that. It, it wasn't. Her father's name was Baba. Ba- yeah. no, well, I think that's oh, that's dad. Say. That's like dad, dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, Baba is Papa. <laughs> okay, all right. What did you think? <laughs> Mom and Baba. I was like, wow, she really must not like that guy. He's going by the first name. Mom and Steve. 
But uh, when the coach came over to her and told her that like she's going to be in the refugee, and she's like, no, I want to do it for my country. And he's like, what? There's no more country left. Like All you have is refugees. Yeah. At that point, you know, who's the, were they going to be entering into the Olympics at that time? I guess right. they were. But then and then she has to face <laughs> off her, her country, you know? Here's the Syrians, and then the Syrian refugees, and then they have to both fight yeah, for the Yeah, well, how do we didn't get to see the Syrian, no Syrian <clears throat> athletes come up there like, hey, we feel for you, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, there's no exchange, one. yeah. Huh. Yusra. Yusra. That was What'd her first say? name. <laughs> Me? Something like that. <laughs> I, think that I, yes, sir. I think I said yes, sir. <laughs> you can't have Yusra and then Sarah. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> His other sister, Rachel. <laughs> you want to guess what Rotten Tomatoes giving it? Oh, probably fucking 10 out of 10. 80%. 78. Okay. Wow. Very close. But the audience, 85. Interesting. I mean, it's inspiring. It's a great, you know. Yeah. It's a great story. It is inspiring. They'll let anyone in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boss girl story. You yeah, know what I mean? It it's is. like. And it's good music. Uh, yeah. I guess. Nick's been singing it the whole freaking episode. It doesn't make it good. That's like the only American song <laughs> in the movie, though. The rest of it is like Arabic hip hop, mm-hmm. which I'm just like, this is trippy, man. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Oh, I thought they were just yeah. popular songs. I don't even know. I thought the missiles were torture. <laughs> Final thoughts. Uh, anyway, see it. It was good. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah. See how uh, I'm going to be treading water for next week's episode. 15 minutes with the life vest on, and then we'll see. Uh, you know how these claim if these claims are truly unfounded. <laughs> Tui, I'm going to buy a new cell phone. Something that <laughs> something, something waterproof. Yeah, it fights the roaming charges. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to visit <laughs> roaming charges. I'm going to visit from Syria there you go. in a bowl of rice, and I'll call you guys. Nick, thanks so much for being on. Where can the audience find you? Plug your social media if you got any shows coming up. At Nick Talelli, N-I-C-K-T-I-L-L-E-L-I. That's it. On Instagram, on everything? On That's Instagram, it? on everything. That's Give him it. a follow. He's got to use the toilet. Uh, toilet. Follow me on Instagram, at Dennis Rooney 7 Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Netflix Book Club Podcast. Episode 136 of the I Netflix Book Club Podcast. I'm Mike Tui, underscore Mike Tui on all what's social that? media. What's, what's that? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, it's the underscore. You got to hit shift on the keyboard, brings that dash down to the floor. That's the underscore. The Mike Tui on all social media. Adios, muchachos. An athlete, Tui, all right? <laughs> I believe I beat you in horse last time we went out on the road, right? You better watch your fucking mouth, my guy.